0: Proverbs 8, verse 17. I love them that love me, and those that seek me early shall find me.
1: Now read verse 21. Verse
0: 21. That I may cause those that love me to inherit substance, and I will fill their treasures.
1: As we were told last week by the Spirit of God that to love Jesus is to love the truth, because he is the truth. And how do you show that you love this truth? By living in obedience to the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven. That is the hidden truths that Jesus has made us to hear and to see from the scriptures which other righteous men and prophets Pastors have desire to hear and to see, but they are not able. Matthew 13, 11.
0: Matthew 13, verse 11. He answered and said unto them, Because it is given unto you to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven, but to them it is not given.
1: Read verse 17. Verse
0: 17. For verily I say unto you, that many prophets and righteous men have desired to see those things which ye see and have not seen them, and to hear those things which ye hear and have not heard them.
1: And Jesus is saying in verse 8, 17, that he loves them that love him, that those that love the truth, he loves them. And in verse 21, he says he will cause them to inherit substance and feed their treasures. And what are these substance? What are these treasures? They are the spiritual blessings in heavenly places that God has reserved for us who love this truth, which money cannot buy. Ephesians 1:3. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 3.
0: Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who had blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ.
1: Then read Proverbs 8. Proverbs 8, 36b.
0: Proverbs 8, verse 36b. All they that hate me love death.
1: Those who hate this truth. They're only saying that they love death. Both spiritual death here on earth, that is, you are cut off from God, and eternal death when you leave this world. And it is very important to know that those who love Jesus are those who are born again of this word of truth and of the spirit of Christ that is the Holy Ghost. Because it is Holy Ghost that will put the love of these two in your heart. That will put the love of Jesus in your heart. Romans 5, 5b.
0: Romans 5, 5b. Because the love of God is shared abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost which is given unto us, the
1: love of God, the love of Jesus, the love of this truth is shared abroad in our hearts by the Holy Spirit, that is the Spirit of Christ. So these are those that will actually love this truth. So believers in Christ who have not the Spirit of Christ, first of all, they do not belong to Jesus. We shall read in Romans 8, 9c. Romans 8, verse 9c.
0: Now, if any man have not the spirit of Christ, he is none of his. If any
1: man has not the spirit of Christ, even though you go to a church, you don't belong to Jesus. And they will hear this truth, which is in Christ Jesus. They will always murmur at it, and even be offended at it when they hear the truth they are not comfortable. But it's to the detriment of their soul because they love death. And one thing we also must know is that all those who love Jesus, that it is truth, are called, according to the God's purpose, into his spiritual family in which Jesus Christ is firstborn among many brethren. That is why all things will always work together for their good, because they love Jesus, the truth. Romans 8, verse 28.
0: Romans 8, verse 28. And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to his purpose.
1: And the thoughts of God towards them are always thoughts of peace and never of evil. Jeremiah 29, 11. Jeremiah 29, 11. Jeremiah 29, verse
0: 11. For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, said the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil. To give you an expected end.
1: So the thoughts of God towards you, Lord, is truth. The only thoughts of peace and never of evil. To give you an expected end. That expected end is for you to inherit spiritual blessings that have been prepared for you in heaven. That expected end is to make you occupy the mansions that Jesus is already preparing for you in heaven. Now, we shall read this particular parable which God gave to prophet Jeremiah. Jeremiah 24. 1 to 10. Jeremiah
0: chapter 24, verse one. The Lord showed me, and behold, two baskets of figs were set before the temple of the Lord. After that, Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, had carried away captive Jeconiah, the son of Jehoiakim, king of Judah, and the princes of Judah with the carpenters and smiths from Jerusalem, and had brought them to Babylon. One basket had very good figs, even like the figs that are first ripe, and the other basket had very naughty figs, which could not be eaten; they were so bad. Then said the Lord unto me, What seest thou, Jeremiah? And I said, Figs, the good figs, very good, and the evil, very evil, that cannot be eaten, they are so evil. Again the word of the Lord came unto me saying, Thus saith the Lord, the God of Israel, like these good figs, so will I acknowledge them that are carried away captive of Judah whom I have sent out of this place into the land of the Chedians for their good. For I will set my eyes upon them for good, and I will bring them again to this land. And I will build them and not pull them down, and I will plant them and not plug them up. And I will give them an hearts to know me that I am the Lord, and they shall be my people, and I will be their goal, for they shall... Return unto me with their whole heart. and as the evil figs which cannot be eaten, they are so evil. Surely, thus said the Lord, so will I give Zedekiah, the king of Judah, and his princes, and the residue of Jerusalem that remain in this land, and then that dwell in the land of Egypt. And I will deliver them to be removed into all the kingdoms of the earth for their hearts, to be a reproach and a proverb, a thought and a cause, in all the places whither I shall drive them. And I will send the sword, the famine, and the pestilence among them, till they be consumed from off the land that I gave unto them and to their fathers." Mm.
1: God opened the eyes of Jeremiah to see these two baskets. The first basket had good fix. The second basket, evil fix, very evil. Now, the thoughts of God towards this good fix, even in their captivity, were thoughts of peace, and not of evil, because they love God, by living in obedience to the commandment of God. And all things work out together for their good, these good fix, even in their captivity. The Lord said, He will beat them up, I will not put them down. He will plant them, I will not pluck them up. He said, He will give them a heart to know Him, that He is the Lord. And they shall be His people, and He will be their God. That is their captivity, which was allowed by God. Work out together for the good or this good fix because they love God. But the evil fix, because of their stubbornness and disobedience to the command of God, did evil in the sight of God. I can see what God said he would do to them in verse nine, now verse nine to
0: ten. Verse nine. And I will deliver them to be removed into all the kingdoms of the earth for their hearts, to be a reproach and a proverb, a thought and a cause, in all the places whither I shall drive them. And I will send the sword, the famine, and the pestilence among them, till they be consumed from all the land that I gave unto them and to their fathers. That
1: is the toss of God toward this evil fix were thoughts of evil. Not of good. Now, this evil fee did not love God. They did not love Jesus. And so God had to pronounce this curse upon them. Reproach. They obeyed reproach. A proverb. Because of stubbornness. Rebellion. Disobedience and stubbornness of this truth, is evil in the sight of God. God sees us as evil. Jeremiah 18, verse 10, and Jeremiah, 17. Jeremiah 18, verse
0: 10. If it do evil in my sight, that it obey not my voice, then I will repent of the good. with I said, I will benefit them. Verse 17. 17. I will scatter them as an east wind before the enemy. I will show them the back and not the face in the day of their calamity.
1: That's what happened to those evil figs. If we keep this truth, the love of Jesus is made perfect in us. And it is the evidence that we are in Christ and He is in us. For John 2.5 five. First John chapter
0: two verse five. But whoso keepeth his word, in him verily is the love of God perfected. Yea, by no way that we are in him.
1: That is. If we love Jesus by keeping this truth, His love is made perfect in us. Another thing you must know that if we say we love Jesus, that is his truth. We must also love the brethren in his spiritual family. For John four, twenty.
0: Verse twenty
1: to twenty one.
0: If a man say, I love God, and hated his brother, he is a liar. For he that loveth not his brother, whom he hath seen, how can he love God, whom he hath not seen? And this commandment have we from him, that he who loveth God, loveth his brother also.
1: I love Jesus. I love the truth. The person who they see, you know, love him. How can you not love him you are that have not seen? That's what he's saying here, the Spirit of God. So if we say we love this truth, we love Jesus, then the brethren in this family that we see, we must do what? We must love them. Because if you hate him or her, you're already a murderer. And they say eternal life abiding in you. That is proof to show that we love this truth. We love Jesus and we are keeping it. Now, read 1 John 3 17, another example to show that we love this truth. 1
0: John 3 17. Yes. But whoso hath this world's goods, and seeth his brother have need, and shutteth up his bower of compassion from him, how dwelleth the love of God in him? Hmm.
1: God, I bless you with this world's goods, and see your brother has a need. I'm talking of hardworking brothers, diligent brothers will not be a slothful one, lazy ones. So. They will not shut your bell of mercy, say no concern, you are only self-centered. He said, is the love of Jesus in you? He's not in you. Why? Because God Himself loved the world. And they must say this love by doing what? By giving whom? His only begotten Son. So if you say you love this truth, you love Jesus. It must be demonstrated by your life of giving. To do other brethren in this family who are in need. If God blesses you with the goods of this world. Now we shall read John eight forty two a. John eight.
0: 42a, Jesus said unto them, If God were your father, you will love me, for I proceeded forth and came from God.
1: Jesus is saying, If God is your father, then you must love me and this truth. Look at 44.
0: Verse 44. Ye are of your father the devil, and the loss of your father ye will do. He was a murderer from the beginning, and abode not in the truth, because there is no truth in him. When he speaketh a lie, he speaketh of his own, for he is a liar and the father of it.
1: So those who are of their father the devil will never love this truth. So they run away from the truth. Why would they not love this truth? Because there is no truth in the devil who is their father. They always love falsehood and the lies of the devil and the lies of his pastors. And they will always do the loss of their father, the devil. That's why they run away from this truth. So once you forsake the truth for falsehood or for halotry, it means that you have never belonged. God has never been your father. Because if God were your father, you will remain this truth and love this to the end. You will not go back to falsehood or halotry. And Jesus, in his loving kindness, was only chasing those whom he loves. That is one of the things we got to do to his children who love him, who love this truth. So I will not be lost in eternity. Revelation 3, 19.
0: Revelation 3, verse 19. As many as I love, I rebuke, I chasten. him. Be zealous therefore and repent.
1: As many as I love, I chasten. him. Therefore, as I chasten you, repent. So I will not be lost. That's why I'm chastening you. And this chastening is always very grievous. It's not joyous at all. Why is it grievous? Why is it chastening? It's to produce in them peaceable fruit of righteousness. That is, they might live and soberly in this present world. So they will not miss seven. Hebrews 12, 6 to 8. Verse 6.
0: For whom the Lord loveth, he chasteneth, as cogeth every son whom he receiveth. If ye enjoy chastening, God dealeth with you as with sons. For what son is he whom the Father chasteneth not? But if you be without chastisement, Whereof all are partakers, then are ye bastards and not sons.
1: So because he loves you as his own son, like I said, he will always chasing you. It's only bastards, they do not chase him. But you are not bastards. You are spiritual sons and daughters in this family who love Jesus and the truth. So that's why when we are going to side things because of sin or the other. Now God is chasing you, and it's to bring about your what, your repentance. By the time you are going to chase, chasing, begin to ask God, where have I erred? where is my, is my sin? And he will let you know. They will not repent. Now, read uh, verse 11. Verse 11. Uh, Hebrews 12.
0: Now, no chastening for the present, seeming to be joyous, but grievous, Nevertheless, afterward he yielded the peaceable fruits of righteousness unto them which are exercised thereby.
1: So those who endure the chastening, even though it's not joyous, it's grievous, so don't be called chastening run away from this truth, because you are not a bastard. You are his future sons and daughters. Now... Let's read John 18, 37. John 18, verse 37. B-, b, yes.
0: To this end was I born, and for this cause came I into the world, that I should bear witness unto the truth.
1: Jesus came into this world for what purpose? To bear witness of what? Of the truth. See, that's why I was born at all. You see how this truth is so important. If Jesus came to this world to bear witness of the truth, why must we not love the truth? Why are you running away from the truth? And look, read further again, after that, at 7b.
0: One that is of the truth heareth my voice. He
1: said, Those who are of the truth will hear this truth. And we obey and we love this truth, because they are of the truth. His voice is his truth. Therefore, if we must inherit eternal life, it is compulsory that we must love this truth by living in obedience to everything that this truth is teaching us or making us to know. We must not more at more the truth or be offended at the truth because it is a way to heaven where we shall inherit what? Eternal life. Is the only way to occupy the mansions that Jesus has gone to prepare in heaven for those who love Him and love the truth. Let us answer prayer.
2: Heavenly Father, we thank you for this truth. We thank you for revealing the truth to us. This truth that many righteous nations and prophets desire to know and to see, but they are not able. Lord, you have counted us worthy, not only to know this truth, but to love this truth. Thank you, Lord for bestowing upon us this privilege it's not our making that we have come to the knowledge of this truth. And it is not our making that we have been given the grace to love this truth and to obey this truth. Lord, for this privilege, we return our gratitude to you Accept our thanks in the name of Jesus. Lord, having brought us thus far into this spiritual family of this truth, teach us to love the brethren. Deliver us, Lord, from self-centeredness. Deliver us from stinginess. Help us, O Lord, to give up self Give us a heart that desires to give bountifully to you and to the brethren. For it is only when we put you as first, others as second, and ourselves last, that we can have joy indeed. The joy of knowing this truth comes from giving, because you loved us and you gave. You gave your only son for us that we might be saved. Lord, teach us the grace of giving in the name of Jesus. Mighty God, hear and answer this prayer. In Jesus' name we pray.